If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we got a ton of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are and even more fun to see what Spirit has to say about that. So we'll get to them in just a minute. But first, I wanted to introduce you to this just darling young woman named Sarah Small. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julie. So good to be here with you. Oh, terrific having you here. I was on Sarah's show, what, Sarah, a couple weeks ago, maybe? Something like that? Yeah, and, a couple uh, weeks ago. It just came out last week. Yeah. And we've got the links to Sarah's show, The Uncensored Empath, on all of my social media, everything's that asked Julie Ryan, so you can listen to it. And Sarah's a new mom, you guys. And we tried to get together, Sarah, for what, nine months or something? I think just about your whole pregnancy, we tried to find a date that was going to work Basically for the two my of us. Whole pregnancy, yeah. I know. I know. It was hilarious. So I got to talk to her about her new baby and we talked about spirit babies and we talked about all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, it was so good to have you on and talk about a lot of the things I was curious about as, as well. Right. About ba- about children's intuition, baby's intuition and children's intuition and how that works and, and uh, what happens, of course, when we transition. But more importantly, with the intuitive stuff of how we all come in with intuitive capabilities and and it's just innate and it's just a matter of learning to develop and enhance them is how it works. So Sarah, tell everybody a little bit about you and then about your show. Love to. So, so good to be here again. And 
My name is Sarah Small, and my, my brand is the Uncensored Empath. This is the same name as the podcast as well. And I am on a mission to speak to and help the empaths of the world activate and sharpen their gifts and their skills and finally trust their intuitive power. I believe that we're all born with the ability to trust our intuition and to unlock our empath gifts. And so I love speaking to the intuitive, the highly sensitive, all the magical beings of the world to do just that and hone in on their gifts. And many of the women that I work with uh, also build businesses around their intuition and, and the skill set and the wisdom that they've brought, brought onto this planet. What's your definition of an empath? I get asked this question a lot. And in summary, I would say that empaths are the deepest feelers on the planet in this world. And the essence of that is that we as empaths feel other people's, whether it's emotion, energy, meaning some things that are unsaid, or even physical sensations and pain as if that is our own. And it can feel really confusing when we don't know we are an empath and to discern what is mine and what is yours because we tend to walk around as these spongy beings kind of soaking up the energy of everything around us. And there's some classic traits that sometimes the empaths portray, which is, you know, crying when they see somebody else in pain, whether it's a movie or whether it's real life. They also tend to be more spiritually inclined. They tend to be people that even complete strangers will end up unloading their life story to. And it's something that I didn't have the vocabulary for until my both my brothers had passed. And when my first brother, Jordan, died, that was really the first time I had ever heard the, the language around what I had been experiencing my entire life. And it was such a relief to finally have the vocabulary to describe my life experience. So do you think people come in being empaths or do you think they learn to be empaths or is it both? Can we do, is is it like a little bit of a combo platter? I think the combo platter is probably what we see. And at the same time, there is a strong correlation and link between individuals who have had unstable, potentially traumatic or just chaotic, stressful childhoods who become really, really strong empaths. And when we start to dissect that and pull back the layers of it, it, it really makes sense that the, the children who felt maybe more unsafe in the world develop these abilities to attune to their environment, to attune to the adults or other people in their life in order to best protect themselves. And I think of it as these empath antennas that are kind of on high alert, looking for the threat in the room, or looking how to make mom or dad happy because they don't want to be a disappointment. And I think that those people who have had uh, trauma or stress or chaos and, and lack of a strong foundation sometimes develop these skills as protection, as survival, and tend to be the, the very deep, deep feelers, strongly attuned empaths. And at the same time, they're can be some codependence that develops in that relationship of trying to receive approval and uh, this this validation from external forces that we can also see in empaths. And sometimes people come to me more from that dis- disempowered state of being. And it's really helpful to look at 
the, our timeline of our life, maybe even past lives, and look at what has caused us to feel like we need the ability to listen with our whole body and attune our energy to our surroundings. And that being said, I think that everyone has the ability to tap into their clair senses and so their clair sentience more specifically would be the empath. So if we want to hone in on it, if we want to strengthen it, we absolutely can. So clair senses are, are what you're referring to, I assume, as clairvoyant. So you can see things telepathically and clair, well, I don't know what are the other clairs, clair, I, I I think we're all just a buffet of psychicness. That's what I say. I'm a buffet of psychicness, so I don't get too wound up on the Claire's. But <laughs> yeah. What, what's Claire Audio or Claire Video or Claire something? Claire Audience. Yeah. yeah. So Claire Voyance would be the sight. Claire Audience right. is the hearing. Claire Sentience is the feeling. Claire Cognizance is the knowing. There's even Claire Smelling, Claire Tasting. Um, even yeah. if something's not in your mouth, sometimes it feels like a taste as if they're eating like grandma's cookies or something. And that's a sign that maybe, you know, their grandmother's spirit is in the room. And so this is just, again, more um, vocabulary and understanding to help us realize the channel in which we we experience our intuition and connection to spirit that I find that most people have one to two of those uh, as the strongest. And again, the ability, though, to tap into all of them if they want to develop. Exactly. Yeah. I don't divide them because I have all of them. I have all of them, but visual is my main one that comes in because I'm a visual learner. If I meet you at a party, if I hear your name, I'm not going to remember it. If I see your name, I'm going to remember it. I'll remember you. I'll remember your face, but I'm not going to remember your name if I just hear it without seeing it. So I love name tags at parties. I wish everybody would wear a name tag at a party. (laughs) So what I started doing a little trick was if I hear you and hear your name, I'm going to write out your name in my head. I'm going to see your name printed in my brain to try and remember what it is. So, you know, that's, that's a visual learner. And I, find that when we uh, have a certain way that we learn, which we all come in with that, a certain way that we learn, that that usually is the main way that we get information from spirit. And then all the other, all the other clairs, like I said, that's above my pay grade. I just do them all. So I don't separate them. Um, They all come in. Well, Sarah, please tell everybody how they can find you. Tell them about when your show is, how they can get it and your website and all that stuff. How can they track you down? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to connect deeper with anyone who's interested or anyone who is over there raising their hand like, I'm an empath (laughs) and resonating with some of this. So you can find me on social media at The Uncensored Empath, especially Instagram where I usually hang out. Like I mentioned, the show is also called The Uncensored Empath Podcast. It's available on all platforms. So whether you listen to Apple Podcasts or you listen on Spotify or any other of those platforms, it's available. I also have a website. It's theuncensoredempath.com, or you can learn about the book that I published. It's called 21 Days of Healing. It's a workbook-style healing resource and all the other offerings I have. Wonderful. All right. Give everybody, uh, well, one thing, we'll have all of that in the show notes too. So you guys, you know, if you don't remember it, if you're a visual learner like I am and you don't remember it when you hear it, you'll be able to see it in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. And it's all over my social media too. We've been promoting it, promoting that you were going to be on tonight. And so ask Julie Ryan on all the social media platforms and you'll be able to find the link to Sarah's show. Sarah, real quickly, we got a minute left. Tell everybody about your baby oh my goodness 
she has been such an activator for me and my own intuition and my own gifts. Her name is Emerson. And uh, Julie and I were talking on when she was, came on to my show about how my daughter is so connected to spirit, more specifically the spirit of one of my brothers. And she's five months old now, and it's just been such a activator for me in my life to become a mother and, and shed a lot of my old identity and step into this new right. one. It's, it's amazing and exhausting at the same time. And I and I feel like I'm her pseudo grandmother because you and I, like I said, we were trying to get together throughout your whole pregnancy. So that was crazy. All right, Sarah, thanks for joining us. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get some callers on and see what their questions are. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones on our first callers, Renee. Hi, Renee. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? It really good, thank you. Really good. Um, Terrific. So Please tell everybody where you're located. Please tell everybody where you're located. Okay. Well, I right now I'm in North Carolina, but I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and going back to Nashville tomorrow. Um, Wonderful. So that's where I really live. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, I had some recent blood work and my on my thyroid and my TSA was normal, but I had some elevated antibodies. And so I just wanted you to see if you thought my thyroid was okay or, you know, what you thought about that. How are you feeling? Um, I feel fine. Actually, I really feel pretty good. Okay. And are you on medication, Renee, for your thyroid? No. I. No, I don't take any prescription medicine. Okay. So they just were testing it just because it was just a routine blood test. You weren't having any symptoms. Right. right. Okay. All right. No. All right. So you know how this works. I raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Sweet Home, Alabama, head over to you in North Carolina, and then I'll have a hologram of you in my mind's eye, and I'll envision shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it'll be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And I'm just going to go right to your thyroid, and we'll see what's going on. So here we go. And I'm really descriptive. Everybody, Renee knows this. Renee is one of my AAT grads. She, she took my class, and so she knows how to do all this stuff. But it's nice to call and get validation, right, with this. <laughs> And so uh, the reason why I'm so descriptive is because if you can envision it, it helps integrate the healing into your body. So, Renee, here we go. Comes my laser beam heading east, northeast to you. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, so thyroid's looking a little uh, sludgy to me, and you've got a little bit of a, you've got a nodule on the left side. So there's a, a spiral of energy spinning inside your thyroid that's going to that's going to clean it out, get the sludge removed, and then the nodules on the upper left side. Imagine I've got a hot wire, like a cheese slicer, you know that kind that's got a handle and a wire and mm-hmm. you can slice mm-hmm. cheese really thinly. 
that's mm-hmm. what I'm watching happen. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's electrified. So it just slices that nodule right off and it cuts and cauterizes at the same time. There is a device like that that's used in surgeries and I've seen it used. So it's what I'm watching on the healing. And uh, so that's doing that. All right. And then I'm shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. I think as long as you're not having any symptoms, you're good. Or did they ask you to come back and get retested here in a little bit? They did, but I didn't. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to see um, what you what you saw. I mean, so do you think if there was a nodule there that what you did just now can take care of that? And yeah, it's benign. It's pink. It does not look malignant. To join to the subconference, press number of subconference from 1 to 9. Press star to return Um, to the conference. Okay, so I think you're good. Are you on bioidentical hormones? To join to the subconference from 1 to 9. Press star to return to the conference. Okay, Renee, are you still with me? Renee, I think she... To join to the subconference... Press okay. number of subconference from Let's one see. to nine. Press star to okay. return to the conference. So, Renee, you still with me? Hello, hello, Renee. Do okay. you? Yeah, there you happened. are. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened there. So, are you yeah. on hormones? Are you on bioidentical hormones? No. Okay. No. Usually, usually when the thyroid's messed up, it's worth checking out bioidentical hormones for your sex hormones because they all work together in a soup, Renee, and Mm -hmm. there may be Mm -hmm. something going on with that. So before anybody puts you on thyroid medication, I would get your your hormones tested by somebody who's a specialist on the bioidentical. You know, the bioidentical are the hormones that match what our body makes when we're young and fertile. And the synthetic hormones right. have extra molecules added to their their formulas so they can be patented. Those are the ones you want to stay away from, if at all possible. You want to do the right. bioidentical. So I would right. get that checked out. Okay. And a, and a good, good way to okay, find a doctor... But- a good way to find a doctor, Renee, is to uh, call a compounding pharmacy in your area and just ask who's prescribing bioidentical hormones. And there, there's several of them okay. in Nashville, so you'll find them. Right. Okay, but quick, so if you worked on that nodule, is that gone now? So I don't need to worry well, about that. You know, as well as anybody, the healings energetically integrate into your body, and that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need mm-hmm. some kind of complementary care, but certainly it's always mm-hmm. your spirit's prerogative to do with the healing or not whatever it wants right. based on what it wants to explore. So, um, no, it's not a guarantee, but the fact that you we've worked on it is going to help you heal it. But I don't think it's causing any problem, right. especially if you're right. not having yeah, any symptoms. Yeah. And didn't yeah. didn't you just come okay. back from a long trip? Well, we were just gone a week, and um, you know, to see see our little friend Emma, and she's doing great over there. And it was just so nice to get away from American news and politics and COVID and vaccines. I mean. <laughs> Didn't hear one thing about it for a week being over there. It was a breath of fresh air. Well, to everybody where over there is. Oh, sorry, Ireland. And my daughter, Mrs. Dublin. 
she was in Ireland. So, you know, I mean, that's going to wear out your thyroid and the rest of your body going to Ireland and back in a week. So, yeah, you're good. Okay, (laughs) check into the hormones. Thank you, Julie. All righty, thanks for calling. You bet. All right, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Everybody, our next caller is Rose. Hi, Rose. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm well. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, terrific. And I just have a quick question. Yes, ma'am. Yesterday, um, my niece works at a pet store, and yesterday the uh, dog just uh, without provocation from my niece, a dog just bit her on the thigh. No. And I was just wondering if you can tell or sense what the dog was thinking or why. why. Um, yeah. Yeah, what kind there, of dog was there it? There was no... It was a pit bull. Mm, a baby or a, probably a, a puppy? Um... No, I don't think it was a puppy. Um, okay. He yeah. was afraid. The dog was afraid. That's why dogs bite, because they're afraid. Yeah. So okay. he was afraid of something. And uh, was she walking him, or what was happening? Was she cleaning out his cage, or what was going no. on? No. Um, she was checking out the customer, and they were just talking. Um, and... The, the customer was even shocked that the dog did that. He just lunged at her. And she wasn't even doing anything, you know, to provoke him or anything. So, so it was the customer's dog? So, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And um, it was, and he was uh, just really um, remorseful and just, they had to take the dog, of course, away, and my my niece just feels awful about it, you know. Um, but but there was no, you know, they checked everything to see if you know if she might have done anything, you know. But her and the customer were just talking. Then all of a sudden, he just like lunged and bit her. What I'm getting so, is it was a sound. Just, it was a sound related thing, you know. Dogs' hearings. Hearing is so um, acute that it's, it's so mm-hmm. strong that they can hear very low tones and things. Mm-hmm. And I get that there was something mm-hmm. with the checkout procedure. I don't know, but it had something mm-hmm. to do with a sound that he heard that was coming from your niece. Maybe the equipment she was working on, or something along mm-hmm. those lines. It was something to do mm-hmm. with a sound. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Is she she okay? Did she have to get stitches? Uh, She did um, on her thigh. Um, We're just concerned about any infection or any, because she's on blood thinners. So that, you know, we're just worried about any blood clots or any infection. 
that might fit in and and um yeah and um um so uh we're just concerned for her well i am yeah. you know just worried about yeah. her and she does yeah. um had uh she does have a uh, lupus too so that we're just afraid it might trigger um you know a flare-up also with this uh trauma that she just got so well, hopefully not. She's feeling that. okay today. Yeah. I would think she's got a good chance of getting through it unscathed. So I hope she feels better. And I really believe there was something to do with mm-hmm. the sound. You know how when you're checking out, there are sounds mm-hmm. coming. Maybe we don't hear them as humans from the uh, mm-hmm. the machine that's transmitting credit cards right. or if there's cash. There was right. some kind of a sound that triggered that dog. That didn't have anything to do okay. with your niece, except she was she was there yeah. with the sound. So I hope that helps. I hope she feels right, better real right. soon and heals okay. quickly. Yeah. Thanks, Rose. Okay. Thanks All for right. calling. Thank you. thank you so Bye. much. You're okay, welcome. Thank you. Bye. Uh-huh. Let's go to Victoria next. Hi, Victoria. Hi. Let me take the speaker. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. How are you? I'm I'm doing really, really well. You had mentioned um, to have me call in, so I thought I'm going to take a stab at this. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? Um, I do. Um, my son chose to cross over um, September 8th, 2019. Oh, I'm and so sorry. it was a very, very violent death. And I and oh. I found him, and um, I I just wondered if there was anything I could have done to. That was his second attempt, and it was completed. Um, I just miss him so much. Mm-hmm. He's like so my little sorry. son soulmate. Yeah. Uh, What's his name, Victoria? His name's Patrick. 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 And how old was Patrick? 29. Okay. All right. Would you like to talk to him? Do you want to ask him a couple of questions? Sure. Yeah, okay. All right. He's standing right next to you to your right. No, there isn't anything you could have done. He's saying, Mom, no way. There's nothing you could have done. And the other thing I want to say, Victoria, in my book, we all decide where we go, when we go, how we go, who's with us when we go or not. And all the circumstances surrounding our death, when we exit and go back to heaven, everybody goes to heaven. You know, all dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven, too. <laughs> so really, all death is a form of suicide. It's a different way of looking at it. But if, in fact, right. our spirits all decide, then really every form of death is a suicide. And it's really not oh my death. It's a transition. But I wanted to tell you that because hopefully that will help comfort you some. I truly believe that. So I question, truly believe that, too. So yeah. you said I could ask him a question? Yeah, yeah. Um, question for Patrick. Um, does he have a couple of our puppies with him? He says he has all dogs that he's ever had in all of his lifetimes with them. Was he a dog lover? <gasps> yes, but he was trying to convince me to get a cat right before he passed. And I'm like, we have four dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. One just recently he, passed. 
So I was just wondering Aww. if Morpheus and Neil were up there with him. Absolutely. Oh, He's goodness. got like this. He looks like Cesar, the dog whisperer, you know, on the <laughs> planet channel. He's got this, yes, this big yes. group of dogs around him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's all kinds right. of dogs. And if I could ask one more question. I know it's one sure. question. Um, I'm so sorry. So I have a restraining order against his um, middle brother. Mm-hmm. I have three boys. And um, I'm just wondering if he's watching over Ryan because um, Ryan's tried to cross over many, many times. Wow. Does Ryan have a drug problem? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm getting, that Ryan has a drug problem. And so is he watching over him? Yes. Uh, If he does, it will be a good thing for him right now while he's still in the throes of the addiction thing, because it'll be his way of saying, okay, I've experienced this enough and I, you know, this, it's time for me to go. Kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what he's saying. He's saying he's around him all the time. He's saying that the drug problem is really severe. And uh, he loves you. He loves the family. And he just feels like he's, he's just hasn't been able to figure this out yet with the addiction stuff. Ryan loves us or Patrick loves us? Both. Patrick does too, but Ryan does too. But Ryan's, he's saying Ryan loves you guys, but he's just not, he just hasn't been able to figure out the addiction thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan told me that I murdered his brother and um, that it's very hard to hear something like that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you can talk to, you can can talk to Patrick anytime you want. Just ask him a question. And then the first thing that comes in your head within a second as fast as you can snap your fingers is him answering you. So I'm sure you talk to him now. All the time. Yeah. Good. All the time. All the time I talk to him. Thank you so much, Julie. You're so welcome. Have you read Angelic Attendance yet, my book? Um, No, I haven't. Okay, get get a copy of it. If you go to AskJulieRyan.com, okay. just go to the Books tab. You can get it anywhere books are sold. But if you read that or download the audio book, Victoria, it's going to give you so much comfort. And it's going to tell you about how he was surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits mm-hmm. of deceased pets. I think it's really going to bring you some comfort. So I Thank highly recommend that. Thank you so that. much. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Oh, you you're made, welcome. You made my year. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine, you guys. Can you imagine going through that with a child? I mean, it's bad enough when you lose a parent or a sibling, but holy mackerel. Okay. Let's go go to Melissa next. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Are you there? Gotta get off mute. Hello, hello. Okay. I guess you're not. <laughs> I could start singing, but let's go. Let's try Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, how do you follow that one up? How do you follow oh, up I Victoria? Know. I'm Blessing so sorry. To her. Love and strength to her. Yeah. I, I, okay. I talked I talk to a group called Helping Parents Heal once a quarter. And oh, my God, the stories just, they'll just tear your heart right out. So, Tracy, I'm going to hold you over for the break. I hear my music. I Lake the Wizard. 
behind the curtains playing my music, so I got to take a quick break. So stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back, and we'll see what Miss Tracy has to ask. If you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, stay with us. Everybody, before the break, we were talking with Tracy. Tracy, tell everybody where you're located, please. Raleigh, North Carolina. Ah, North Carolina girls tonight. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Well, you yeah. got a tonight. You got so a far. quick question for me? I do. My son is in Franklin, Tennessee, and he injured his shoulder. Oh. And he went to the doctor on Monday. Yeah. He went to the doctor on Monday, and then. They said, well, let's get that further checked out. So, you know, that's never a good good thing. So he's scheduled for an MRI on Friday, and he's been, he's a drummer, um, avid, 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 avid. And I told him, and even the doctor said, you need to hang those sticks up for a little bit. So um, he's been very good, keep it nestling, but it's still feeling really odd. He said, I think I did something good to it. So I did call him in advance, and during the commercial break, I let him know that we'd be on next. I did get his permission, but you go do your thing and verify that I did that properly. And once again, he's in Franklin, Tennessee, and his name is Nicholas. Nicholas. I hope he's going to the bone and joint guys. I lived in Brentwood, right above yes. Franklin. And is he, he going, is to, going the to the Bone and Joint Clinic? Yep, they're the yes, guys. Yes, he is. He, they're the yes. guy. Yeah. And yeah, Bone he, and he, Joint. With, um, go ahead. I forget Byram on Monday. Okay. Well, Bone and, the Bone and Joint guys helped me test prototypes of my inventions because I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery oh, devices that are sold throughout the world. So I, I the Bone and Joint and guys, you and you're like, they're the best. They're the best. Okay, and good. and good. one of my devices, I got to tell you, is a big mat used in shoulder surgery and knee and hip when they scope the knee and hip. And a funny, quick story. It's a big mat that collects the fluid from the surgery and then evacuates it and keeps the floor dry. And one of their bone and joint techs during the prototype testing, he looked at me, he goes, lady, this is one big ass suction system. You need to call this thing the bass. And so I did and I trademarked it and then it was on the shipping labels and it came from the bone and joint orthotech. He named the product. So it's the bass. Is that hilarious? Well, they have big ass bands. And that's the thing. That's right. You're right. You, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is I had to put a big ass <laughs> suction system on the shipping labels because to, to have a trademark work, it's got to be shipped across interstate lines, you know, across state lines. And so I had a hospital, uh-huh. I think it was in Wisconsin, a Catholic hospital called me one time and the purchasing manager <laughs> said, do you think that's appropriate to send into a Catholic hospital? And I said, well, I think it's funny. And he said, well, do you think it's appropriate? Appropriate? <laughs> I said, well, what do you got, Sister Mary Holywater unpacking boxes and receiving or what? And he, and he started laughing and he said, we have your label on all of the bulletin boards in our purchasing department. I just needed to talk to the to the person who came up with that. I said, well, there you go. So it was funny. So, okay, let me, let me get Nicholas on my radar. 
It's it's right. a fun aside, but yeah, I'm glad he's at Bone and Joint. That's good. They're really good. Yes, yes. It's not very often I plug a too, and yeah, yeah. He did good. Yeah. It's not very often that I plug a you know a doctor group, but these guys are special to me. Uh, all right, oh, so that got made me him feel so much better. Being yeah, so far yeah. away from him, I never know if I'm doing the right thing. Not you know, not being on on the yeah. ground. So thank you. Yeah. So what do they think? Do they think he's got a torn meniscus? Or not a meniscus, yeah. a torn rotator cuff, wrong body part, a sorry. Rotator cuff, yep, rotator yeah. cuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing. So I'm watching it get stitched, and then I'm putting a little bit of stem cell energy on there, and that'll help it heal. There's a little tiny vortex spinning above the tear, and um, he did a pretty good job on it. What was he doing? Was he playing football or something? <gasps> yeah, let's call it football. Yeah. Let's call it football. Yeah. So he uh, yeah. Um, was in a mosh pit and landed on Nicholas's shoulder. And he oh, said, geez. as mom, I went to grab it and it popped back into place. I'd never know what it would feel like, but I know I dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. And just by yeah, grabbing he it, he said it was back into place. Yeah. And he tore his rotator cuff too. So what are they talking about? Taking him into surgery to fix it? There, uh, MRI on Friday. This Friday, mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then um, Dr. Byram on Monday to discuss the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll get him back in the, you know, they'll get him back in action quickly. But if if it was my son, I'd be there to, you know, if they decide they're going to do surgery, go up and help. If you can, go up and help take care of him because yeah. it's painful when they do that surgery, but it'll heal quickly. And especially now, since there's an energetic healing on it. Uh, so let me see if there's anything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tightening up the ligaments and stuff. They get kind of loose when the shoulder gets dislocated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm tightening those up just so that'll help. Because sometimes when somebody's shoulder dislocates, it'll continue to dislocate throughout their life. And we, we don't want that. How old is he? 22. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So got that going on. Can you go be there with him if he has the surgery? Of course. Yeah. And they'll do it outpatient. They won't keep him. They'll do it outpatient. And they have a great they have a great surgery center there. That's wonderful. So he he'll be in really good hands. And um sometimes they'll sometimes they'll put him in a cat uh, not a cast, but a sling where they hold the arm perpendicular to their body for I their first saw that. I was in yeah. a doctor's office visit with my daughter. And I just so happened to look out the window, which I normally don't. She's on the third floor. And I just so happened to look down. And I saw a gentleman in that sling with the perpendicular. And I sent it to Nicholas. I go, you better keep that sling on or else you're going to look like this guy. He goes, ouch. And I knew that that was a sign because I never looked out the window, never looked down, been in that office for five years. And I said, okay, that's my future. That's his future. So, yeah, but he'll he'll I recover fast, and they'll get him in physical therapy, and he'll do great. He'll do great. But you go be with okay, him. Well, thank you. In Franklin. I will. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you take time off work to go be with him? I'm 
full-time working mother. So yes, perfect. Good. <laughs> I can. Good. And yeah. certainly there are good surgeons in North Carolina as well, but with him being with the bone and joint guys, you know what? I'm going to let them know that I'm plugging them all over the all over the world here tonight on the show. Oh, good. That makes yeah, yeah. again that makes me feel better because you know I'm just like kind of I felt like I was pulling names out of a hat, but yeah, you know, no, you're good. Comfort from Google. So well, you're good, you. and, and, and you know, no, no coincidences in life. I, what kind of connection mm-hmm. is that? That's a huge connection. So that's a sign. All righty. Well, good luck. Good luck right, to Nicholas and you. to his mama. All righty. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And the call-in number is 712-775-7035. Access code 483-620-POUND. And this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and anywhere you download podcasts, because it's in the show notes as well. Speaking of downloading, you can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And when you do, you're entered into a drawing to win a free session with me valued at a couple hundred bucks. And it's an hour. And, you know, I was talking with Sarah, our first guest, about how I'm a buffet of psychicness so we can talk about your deceased loved ones. We can do a medical scan. We can do a pet scan. We can do past life stuff. We can talk to your spirit guides, your angels, whatever, whatever time allows. Normally, when I talk to somebody, we cover a whole bunch of different topics. And I talk to people all day, and it's a blast. So rate this podcast.com forward slash Julie. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And we post a reminder the day of the show. Hey, remember, call in and all the the numbers and everything. So you can do that. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And then you can also schedule an appointment with me when you're on AskJulieRyan.com. 
I'm scheduled out for a couple of months. Get on my calendar whenever you can and then check periodically the reschedule button. And, uh, and then what will happen is it will show you people that have rescheduled. And I keep hearing somebody, so I'm trying to see if I need to mute somebody. Maybe not. I don't know. So Blake, you know, Blake's my man, you guys. Everybody give a give a hand to Blake. He's my producer. He's the wizard behind the curtain. Blake, check and see if somebody's not on mute for me because I keep hearing that. Okay. So scheduled appointment with me. Get on my calendar when you think of it. Click the reschedule button on your confirmation email and it will show you dates and times of people that have rescheduled. It happens every week. Sometimes you can get in the next day. So it happens all the time. Class, angelic attendant training, July, I believe, has three or four spots left, July of next year. Finishing up October, and it's just been amazing, amazing. We did the medical intuitive stuff last Saturday and Every All 12 people in the class all could do it, and they were all flabbergasted. So it's really easy. It's just a matter of a transfer of energy from me to you guys. So if you're thinking of it, go ahead and sign up for it because Julys are almost full for next summer. Okay, this week we got a question from Joanne, and Joanne lives in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and she asked, Dear Julie, I really enjoy reading the questions people submit to you and your answers back to them. I learn a lot from reading the Q&As and appreciate your making them available. For years, I've worked with a woman named Lori who calls herself a light worker. Lori says she's been instructed to shut down all her channels and stop all Reiki treatments due to an overabundance of negative energy on earth. She says that we are at a very dark time in history and feels she must protect herself from negative energy by closing off all of her portals. She also told me to stop giving myself Reiki treatments. When she talks about all this negativity, I sometimes come away feeling let down after treatments. I would love your input on this. Do your spirits tell you that this is a time that we need to be more diligent about dark forces? You seem to be moving right along with everything. I want to keep seeing Lori, but I'd like to come away from our sessions feeling more lighthearted. I liked giving myself the Reiki treatments, but because of her warning, I've stopped. Is it really unsafe for me? Thanks, Joanne. And here's my response. Hi, Joanne. I appreciate your comments about enjoying and learning from my blog Q&A each week. Regarding negative energy and dark forces on Earth, I'm not seeing or experiencing any of that. In fact, as you may already know, I don't believe in evil spirits. All spirits are pure love. You guys hear me talk about the only thing a spirit can do is send love. The only thing the sun can do is shine. Spirits, all they can do is send love. So evil spirits have been propagated over the over the ages by religions and cultures to control the masses, right? What controls people more than anything? We're living in it right now. Fear. Fear. It controls people. So I went back to say what the world has experienced is a continual creative process. When we know what we don't want, it helps us create what we do want. My mentor, Susan Austin Crumpton, always says, trust the chaos. Having said all that, the world is constantly going through some form of restructuring as it creates new ideas, inventions, processes, etc. 
It's just now we hear about it more. The 24-7 news cycle spreads the most dramatic information instantly around the globe, and that makes it seem like the world is coming apart. If we had today's communication systems in place back during the Ice Age, the Crusades, or the Black Plague, when two-thirds of Europe died, we'd most likely feel the same discontent and fear. So, do Reiki on yourself and others and find an energy healer like me who makes you feel good. When we're in alignment with our spirit, we feel good. Anything else is based in fear, and unless it's going to physically hurt or kill us within the next couple of minutes, that's the two-minute rule that I talk about all the time, it's an irrational and therefore false fear. So when we're in fear, we're out of alignment with our spirit because our spirit's pure love. And when you feel like that, you ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, get out of the road before the bus runs you over. That's a rational fear. Everything else is false. And what we need to do when we're feeling really out of sorts about what's happening in the world, come back to the moment. Stay in the moment. Do you have enough air to breathe? Do you have enough water to drink? Do you have shelter? Do you have a home you live in? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a car? Are you, you know, are you able to walk? Do you have loved ones around you? Uh, All this stuff is all, we live in an abundant universe. The stuff that we hear on the news and the stuff that we see is designed to elicit fear. Because when people are in fear, they do things that maybe they wouldn't otherwise do. You know, they are, they're controllable. So bring it back down to the moment. Are you okay right now? Are you going to get seriously injured or killed in the next two minutes? If not, that fear is a false fear. And you're you're using your intuition to torture yourself. And there's no need. So thanks so much for that question. I thought that was a great question. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Mary. So let me find Mary. Here she is. Hi, Mary. Hi. So it's actually Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. I called in not too long ago. Um, I'm living up in Sioux Falls. Um, I had called about my fiance, Eric. I don't know uh-huh. if you remember. Refresh um, my memory. I lived so in Sioux Falls, a, too. God, I have I, had two yeah. colors tonight in places yeah, yeah, where yeah, I live. Yeah, we talked about that. I know. Yeah. That yeah. was my first job out of school. So he had a... Oh, that's awesome. So he had a Desmond, um tumor in his abdomen and you had encapsulated it and did some um, kind of not rewiring, but the DNA mutation, you took care of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has since had the surgery to remove it. Um, And everything went really well. Um, He's been healing the scars for the incision is looking really good. The only, so part of the tumor was attached to his small intestine and his colon. So they had to remove parts of both of those and kind of mm-hmm. restructure that. And mm-hmm. since then, he just had a lot of diarrhea. And mm-hmm. he had a checkup today with um, physicians who helped with the surgery. And they said, you know, it's a little bit like it's normal, but they hoped he would have been at a different, like, getting past that diarrhea stage as his colon was like starting to work and everything. So I wondered if you could 
kind of help with that healing process. And Sure. Remind me of his name, Shawnee. Eric. Eric. Okay. Eric. All right. Did he have the surgery at McKinnon or Sioux Valley Hospital? Um, McKinnon. McKinnon. They were both Avera customers. McKinnon. I guess it's, it's called Avera now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were both my they were both my hospitals. I was in them every couple times a week, every week. So I know them. Okay. So what I'm doing is I've got Eric on my radar. What I'm watching happen is I'm watching stem cell energy get put in his colon and it's like his colon is expanded and it's shrinking. It's it's getting tighter. So those, I don't remember what they're called. I had them, they had them when I was a kid. I, they probably still do. And you put your two fingers in them. And then the more you try and pull your finger out, the tighter it would get. It was like a little mm-hmm. tube thing. Yeah. I forget, I forget what they were called, mm-hmm. but that's what it reminded me of was the stem cell energy. And there's a vortex spinning above his abdomen and that's tightening up his colon. So hopefully that will help. Kind of like, you know, you need yeah. a mold there to help tighten things so that they come out yeah, not loose. Yeah, just to absorb the water now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll help. I hope he feels better. Thanks for calling. Hope he's doing better. Okay, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. Next caller is Michaela. Hi, Michaela. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I am calling. I'm I'm good. I am calling from St. George, Utah. And okay. I am calling with um, an issue I've been having for probably about maybe two months, maybe a month and a half. Um, I have some... Uh, crazy vertigo started with ringing in the ears and then it moved into vertigo and then some nausea from the vertigo. Mm. I've seen ear, throat, nose, chiropractor, vestibular specialist to reset my crystals and it, it just persists. It, it, sometimes it's a little bit worse. Sometimes I'm a little bit more dizzy. Um, so yeah, so I didn't know if it was um, just something that would go away over time or if I just need to keep going back to the vestibular person, um, and that's kind of where I'm at. Okay, so they did the Epley maneuver on you to get the crystals in your ears back in position. Yes, they put me in the machine and the goggles and um, did several different maneuvers based on where they were uh, stuck. And I, I had two different appointments with that, and it didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they wanted me to come back and I kind of was just like, ah, seems like I'm just, you know, wasting my money. But if, if, if you thought maybe I should just keep going back and that might help, but yeah. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. Let's see what's going on. I'm so sorry you're going through that. Okay. I, I I know it's just obnoxious. Um, I, I talk to people. 
I know. I talk to people every week that have it, and it seems to be more prevalent. I don't know what the heck's going on with that, but um, let me get you on my radar. In St. George, I haven't been there yet, but I understand it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Zion National Park, right? National Forest or something? That's Uh-huh. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's on my bucket list. Okay. Got you. Shooting in. So I'm in your left ear. I'm watching the Epley maneuver happen, getting those crystals back in. And um, this is interesting. I haven't seen this before. I'm watching a little netting, kind of like the, oh, if you go to Michael's craft store and you buy those seashells that are in the netting, you know, you'll get a a bunch of seashells and they'll have packages of them and kind of a netting that you cut to uh to get them out of the bag so i'm watching this really fine netting oh. michaela and it's putting the crystals together it's holding them what's happening what looks like to me is you got some renegade crystals that are are getting out of a line getting out of where they're supposed to be okay. and causing problems so i I've done this tens of thousands of times. I've never seen those crystals get put in netting. Oftentimes, I'll see more advanced healings, and then once it comes in, then I'll see it with other people. So I expect I'm going to see this again. This is very cool. Imagine a netting that's as soft as the the um, netting, like on those seashells. Or do you have a lingerie bag that you put socks and stuff in so they don't get lost in the washing machine in the dryer? I have those. It reminds me of that. No, but that's genius. I don't know why I haven't heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, those (laughs) like workout socks, those footy things. Oh, my God. They always get lost. I don't know. Where do they go? Where do they go when they're in your dryer? Right, exactly. I don't understand. (laughs) So I I put them in one of those little lingerie bags. You can get them at Target or any place. They're great. And they have a zipper on them and it keeps them together. Yeah. You didn't see you didn't call to get that tip, but it's just an extra it's an extra part of the service. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah. I love it. So got that. All right, that's your left ear. Did you have an ear infection as a kid, maybe more than one, where you were on antibiotics? You've got a, a you've got a, you may not remember it, you may have had one as a baby. Uh you've got a keloid scar on your eardrum on your left ear and the keloids when the scar doesn't heal flat and it's a little raised and it can mess up the um, reverb, the vibration of the eardrum. So I'm excising that using stem cell energy. I, it's spirit working through me and with me, you know, that drill and, and stem cell energy is coming in. It's redoing your eardrum. And then I'm watching your eardrum get, pulled in different directions to get tested. I watch musical notes and energy in the form of sound waves bounce off your ear and then it'll get pulled like in the two o'clock position and then in the three o'clock position and, you know, that kind of thing. It reminds me of the membrane on the top of a pair of bongo drums. It's going to, how tightly that membrane is pulled is going to determine the tone of the drums. And so that's what I'm watching happen. All right. I'm tunneling from the outside in of your left ear in your eustachian tube. Where have you been exposed to mold? I know you're in the high desert, but you can still have mold. Have you had a water leak or? Um, um, 
probably several times. I lived in uh, South okay. Carolina. I was in Alabama where there was mold. I had yeah. black mold in my home in Las Vegas that yeah. we discovered. Yeah. So it, it's numerous places. Okay. So that's, that's the root cause of this. If you go on YouTube, Michaela, and you Google <laughs> Dr. Neil Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N-M-D. He wrote a book called Toxic. In less than an hour, you can watch an interview of him. You'll get the whole gist of how to detox on the mold. I'm clearing it out of your use station tubes. Consider doing an appointment with me. We can do a deep dive and really get this out. I'm on, I'm in your right use station tube now, getting the mold removed there. You've got, you've got, um, pieces of mold. Looks like pieces of moss in your use station tubes. So. That's what's going on. That's the root cause of this. Okay. All right. And uh, right ear looks okay. Those crystals are okay. It's the left ear crystals that are causing problems. So hopefully that'll help some. Okay. Yeah. I would go back. You said Dr. Nathan? Neil Nathan, MD. He's an expert on mold. Anne Shippey is another one that is, is an expert on mold. She's in Austin, Texas. Dr. Nathan's in San Diego, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you can read their stuff anywhere. And they'll give you some golden nuggets of information to help. I would go back and get more another Epley maneuver done. I think that'll help. So, hope you feel better. Thanks for calling. So much. All righty, everybody. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Let's go to the phones again, and our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. How are you? you? I'm well. How are you? Uh, Well, I've been better. Um, I recently have been diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh. And um, I, yeah, I'm, um, my, I loved having Sarah on because I could resonate with her. My mm. sister passed uh, breast cancer several years ago, and I almost feel like she's guiding me through this journey. Um, I was diagnosed with ductal carcinoma in situ, which was non-invasive, which was mm-hmm. good news until I had mm-hmm. my surgery. And they discovered that it was actually invasive, but it was very small. It was only six millimeters, but my cancer was triple negative. It did not go into my lymph nodes, so that was great. But because it was triple negative, now I have this cancer in my bloodstream. And mm-hmm. they have suggested um, chemotherapy, which I I have a question about that. If I need to do that, do I have this cancer roaming in my body, this triple negative cancer. And most recently, <laughs> after my double mastectomy, I just had cellulitis in my left breast. And on Monday, I had a total reconstruction of my left breast because I had this bacteria of in my left breast. So 
my breast is my left breast is now healing from that and is retaining a lot of fluid. So I guess my question is, is my left breast going to be okay? And do I have cancer in my body? And should I do chemotherapy? That's a lot. <laughs> wow, girl. I'm so sorry. You've been through a lot. My goodness. Oh, goodness. Okay. And super extra scary just because of what you went through with your sister, too. I know. I can only imagine that, you know, it just ramps it up several notches. Um, where are you located, Lisa? Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. All right. I'm going to connect into you. And then we'll see what's going on. When did you have the mastectomy? You said you had the reconstruction last week. I had the mastectomy uh, September 23rd, and okay. on Monday, I had mm-hmm. I had it reconstruct on the left breast. Okay, all right, because that's where the energy went was your left breast first, and that would make sense mm-hmm. because that's the one that's the most recently worked on so i'm looking at that it it, it, so you're on antibiotics still with that i i am on antibiotics yes Mm -hmm. they they sent for a culture yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when i see antibiotic energy what it looks like lisa is it looks like a hot pink color like a fuchsia color more pink than purple and so i what, I, what I'm watching happen is I'm watching that intensify. If it doesn't work, talk to them about gram po- a gram-positive antibiotic. Be sure that they've got a broad spectrum with you because it may be that you were on gram-negative and you needed to be on gram-positive. So you want to be on an antibiotic that's going to cover both. I'm getting that there's something to do with the gram-positive, gram-negative thing. So ask them about that. And you can probably look that up with the antibiotic that you're on. But I'm putting, there's really intense antibiotic energy happening right now there. What I want to do is I want to do a a lymph cleanse on you. Lymph fluid, Lisa, looks to me like, are you old enough to remember what a lava lamp looks like? The globby, no, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the globby stuff that's in the middle of a lava lamp. And those of you that are younger right. that don't know what a lava lamp is, look it up online and you'll see what I'm talking about. And it's kind of an amber color. I so think I'm flushing that. Comeback. <laughs> What's that? I think I think there was a comeback on lava lamps, even. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think they were big in the '60s when we were babies. So, anyways, uh, right. So that's. I'm, I'm getting those. What happens is when I when there's a lymph flush, what I see, and you know my visuals are wild, and they're just an analogy to so that we can sort of understand what's going on from our human perspective for this energetic healing that's happening. So I'm watching the cancer cells go out the bottom of your feet, like if there's a drain that's opened. Reminds me of those old-fashioned bathtubs, the clawfoot bathtubs where there's a stopper in it. You remove the stopper and there's like a little hole at the bottom. Those are going out. The lymph is coming back up. So it's cleaning out the um, the cells. We all have cancer cells. This is just doing it mm-hmm. because of what you've got going on. So doing that. Uh, let's do a DNA healing on you now. 
the DNA gets mutated usually from some environmental toxins that we're exposed to, Lisa. And so I see seven strands of DNA that have come out of an X chromosome for you. DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave, and it's comprised of four Mm -hmm. nucleic acids, and they're represented by four letters, ATCG. A strand can have 100,000 letters. It can have a billion letters. I'm watching the letters get resequenced. Imagine playing Scrabble in warp speed. That's what what I'm watching happen. The letters are getting up and moved over. When a strand, the strand looks like a piece of paper that you'd see inside a fortune cookie with a fortune written on it. When it's resequenced back to a normal recipe, it snaps back in to the X chromosome. You know, girls have two X's, boys have an X and a Y. So everybody has two, everybody has an X chromosome. So first two strands have gone back in. Three through seven are reconfiguring. This works really well because I work with a lot of people dealing with cancer and we stay three steps ahead of the mutation with this DNA healing. So strands three, four, five are back in, six and seven are resequencing. I would love to have you for a whole hour on a private session so that we can do a really deep dive on you and see okay. what we need to do. As far as the chemo goes, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to decide that with your doctor. But what you can do is you can ask, is it in my best interest to finish the sentence? You'll get a thought that'll come in within a second and um, that will help give you guidance. So what follow mm-hmm. what your doctors are saying, get second opinions if it doesn't sound right, if it doesn't feel right. Follow your gut on that and and okay. make a decision based on your gut and the information you're getting from your doctors and then do your own research as well. So that's what I can tell okay. you. Okay, very good. Okay. Okay. And all right. May, and may I ask one real quick question? Is my sister involved in any of this? Absolutely. She's with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's guiding you through the whole thing. Yes. Yep. She's with okay. you. Talk that's to her. What I You've heard me say you can talk to anybody, any spirit that's attached to a body, any spirit that's not attached to a body that's in pure non-physical. Ask them something. They're going to respond within a second as fast as you can snap your fingers. That's going to be them. That's going to be her talking to you. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So, yeah. Yeah, you can ask her for guidance, too. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Lorraine next. Hi, Lorraine. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Lorraine. I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I can. Yes. Where are you located? Yeah, where are you located? I'm in Chicago. Okay, terrific. I'm in Chicago. Wonderful. You got a question for me? Um, my dog Rufus passed away on September 9th. Oh. We found out two days later that he had cancer. Um, mm-hmm. He had lost his voice. It was a laryngeal paralysis. Um, specialty vets thought he had degenerative spinal myelopathy, but... I knew that he didn't. It was something that was invasive in his body. Mm-hmm. And 
question. I, I haven't been able to stop crying. No. He loved me. And he was, he was a, a wonderful big German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And I was his second mom. And I'm sure that God connected us because I was his perfect second mom. And <laughs> I was just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would like mm. to know. He went downhill on the last two weeks so quickly. And, and then on his last night, he literally dragged himself from the kitchen all the way to the back of the house to my bedroom. And he died laying on the floor right next to where I was sleeping. Yeah. And I want to know that he knew that I loved him, that he, he wasn't in great pain. Okay, Lorraine, I'm going to have to hold you over for the break. I'm going to have to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get you back on. Stay with us, everybody. My God, what a heart-wrenching story about Rufus. I love his name. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. break we were talking with Lorraine Lorraine you're breaking my heart along with yours but I talked to Rufus over the break so here's the scoop yes he knows you love okay. him yes he knows you still love him he wants you he's around you all the time he said you think you hear him you think you feel him you even through the corner of your eye you think you've seen him and all of that is correct you are seeing hearing oh. and feeling him so his spirits around you but this is a riot this is what he told me he wants you to get a white german shepherd and if it's a girl he wants you to name it crystal and if it's a boy he wants you, crystal with a c and if it's a boy he wants you to name it crystal with a k and call the boy dog chris but spell it k r y s which is hilarious i've never right. had a dog right. A white German shepherd is what he's saying. Yeah. So there wow. you go. That, he, that, that's very specific. He wants you to get a white German shepherd. He said, you don't have to get a puppy if you don't want to go through the puppy thing. But a white German shepherd, he said, when you look for it, the German shepherd's going to show up and it's going to be white. And he, he wants you to name it Crystal. Whether it's a boy or a girl, just make it more, make it more, you know, manly manish if it's, if it's a boy. Yeah. So there you go. Well, there I will. Go. I will do that. I, right. I'm so, just. Send me a picture. Was, yeah. Send me a picture when you get the white German Shepherd, and I'll post it on my social media for everybody that's listened. So they'll love that. All righty. Thanks okay. for calling. All right. Let us know when you get the white. You wait, let welcome. us know when you Thank get Crystal. You. Okay. Bye. Bye, Lorraine. Let's go to Danielle next. Hi, Danielle. Hey, Julie. How you doing, girl? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. yes, ma'am. I'm good. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, great. Yep. So we had a chat yesterday, but we didn't get to the one other thing I really wanted to ask you about. I've okay. had four concussions in my life, two that oh, ended geez. me in the hospital being unconscious. And the last one was about four and a half years ago. So I was wondering if you could scan my brain and heal any of the 
stuff that's yeah, yeah. giving me kind of brain fog or tripping over my tongue and not being able to be as articulate as I once was. Absolutely. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay, so I got you on my radar. And I'm looking for scar tissue. Yeah, you got scar tissue. Scar tissue, brain matter, first of all, Danielle, looks like thick cooked oatmeal to me. Uh, scar tissue yeah. in the brain looks like chicken cartilage, the kind that you'd see in a chicken breast with the bones still in. So I'm scooping the, the scar tissue out. Stem cell energy is coming in. That's going to regenerate the brain matter. The reason why we want to remove scar tissue when we see it, Danielle, is because it can occlude neural pathways in the brain. And neural pathways look like the laser beams as part of a security system in a museum that guard that crisscrosses the floor and it guards the paintings and the statuary and the artifacts and stuff like that. So I'm watching new brain matter get generated. It's uh, probably going to raise your IQ a few points. So, you know, prepare yourself. Yeah, you're back to normal your, then. <laughs> your family for that. and Maybe my uh, Russian will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while that's reconfiguring, I'm removing the brain fog in front of your frontal lobe. Frontal lobes. Did we talk about okay. that yesterday? I don't remember. No, Did we, we talk didn't. About, uh, we didn't okay. get to it. It looks like a cloud of grayish material. You know, when I'm in and out of different realities, I don't remember what we do in healings. I certainly remember you and I remember talking to people, but I don't remember what we did in the healings because I'm in and out of different realities. Right. And and I talk to thousands of people a year. And so it doesn't go in my memory just because I'm in and out of different realities. Plus, I think there's a component that I talk to lots of people. But I laugh. I say, right. it's really convenient because I don't have to worry about a HIPAA violation because I don't remember. <laughs> You know, need about. I don't need to worry about disclosing anything confidential because I just don't really remember it. But I digress. The brain fog looks like a cloud of grayish fog in front of your frontal lobes. Are you on medication? None. No medication. Supplements? No medications at all. Nothing. All right. No supplements, no like vitamins or anything like that? Nope. Okay. All right, because there's something that you're getting in your food supply then because there's an oily ring around the cloud of the brain fog, Danielle. And it, it, imagine if you took a Q-tip and you dipped it in baby oil and you ran it around the perimeter of the brain fog. That's what it looks yeah. like. And it's some kind of medicine or supplement or something. It could be in the food supply depending on what you're eating and drinking but I'm seeing it. So I've removed it. That's how I can always tell if somebody's okay. taken medication. So I'm doing that. All right. Stem cell energy is still winding your brain. Maybe it's leftover medications from the, the surgery we discussed. It probably is. That's probably exactly what it is. Oh. Yeah. So okay. it's like I said, it's like you take a Q-tip and you dip it in baby oil and then you run it around the perimeter of this cloud that's in front of your frontal lobes. So I'm seeing that. Okay. Stem cell energies, regenerated brain matter, neural pathways are lit up. You know, we just, your IQ's gone up a few points. 
So hopefully that'll help. <laughs> Watch out, world. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. You know, go analyze some stocks or something and make a fortune. And then, and then you can give the rest of us your tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I okay, will. thanks, Danielle. All right, thanks, Julie. You bet. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, that's about it for this week. Thank you so much to everybody that called in. I didn't get to a lot of you, so please call back next week, and I'll do my best to get you on. Let me know that I didn't get you on this week. To everybody listening, thank you for listening. Please share this with your friends and family. Hopefully, it's each week there's somebody that calls in that has something going on in their lives and the, the healing that happens or the information we get from spirit will touch you with stuff that you have going on in your life. And any of you that are interested in learning how to do all of this, my graduates, I always say, listen to the show because you can hear what the question is, see what you get, and then compare it to what I get. So it works really well. Sending you lots of love from sweet home Alabama. Everybody have a great weekend. I'll meet you back here Thursday night. Take care, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.